This guy's been stoned since the third grade. Yes? Yeah, I'm registered in this class. What class? This is U.S. history. See the globe right there. Really? Hey. May I come in? Oh, please. I get so lonely when I hear that third attendance bell oh, ring and all my kids are not here. Sorry I'm late. It's just like this new schedule's totally confusing. Yeah, I know that, dude. Mr. Spicoli. That's the name they gave me. Hey, you're ripping my car. Yeah. Hey, bud, what's your problem? No problem at all. I think you know where the front office is. You dick! Welcome to Top 5 with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Park? Co-starring Ernie Palooza. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody, welcome back to Top Five with Joey Casada. I'm your host, obviously, Joey Casada. I got my buddy here today, co-host, Mr. Ernest Palooza. Oh, please, Ernie. No, Ernest. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Ernie Ernie goes by many names. I call him Ern or Burn or Bernie. Uh, but he's my co-host, as usual. We're going to do a, a fun top five list for you today. We're going to go over our top five greatest teen comedies from the 80s. Now, teen I'll sex comedies. Yes, teen sex comedies. So to clarify that, right, when we say teen comedies... We don't mean Breakfast Club or 16 Candles or Stand By Me even. You know, we mean, you know, the crazy, fun, hijinks comedies. Right, Aaron? Yep. I mean, if it was teen comedies, I would have, would have been my favorite Heathers. But we're not going that route. We want to go the filthy route. We want to go the fun route. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Ernie's choice, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah. So we're going to give you our top five favorite teen comedies, or as Ernie would say, the teen sex comedies from the 80s. All right, Aaron. You're up first. Number five. All right. My number five was, and it's going to be pretty obvious why I would choose a movie like this. Revenge of the Nerds. Ogre! 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 Well, anyway, college is a whole new ballgame. Ogre! Ogre! People judge you differently than they did in high school. Ogre! They're talking about us. No way. Oh, no! Come on, Lewis, let's go. Um, this movie made an impression on me because it gave me hope. <laughs> Wait, what are you trying to say? I don't, I don't understand what you're saying. We all know that I fell into the nerd category, and there was no <laughs> chance whatsoever that I was going to date. Hell, I couldn't even talk to girls at this age, at that age when this movie came out. Well, what year was it? Revenge of the Nerds, 80, 84? What was the year was it? 80, 84 sounds right. Yeah. Okay. 
So for a minute in my teenage life, it was cool to be me. <laughs> Did I take advantage of this moment in time? Nope. But... <laughs> so I met you in 88 or 89, I think. So how old were you in 89? 19. So you were 19 in 89. So you were, you know, not to expose anything, possibly still a virgin? Uh, more than possible. Well, in the 80s, um, I, this generation won't understand this, but porn was not really something that was everywhere. Uh, this was the version of porn, I guess. You know what I always realized about Revenge of the Nerds just recently? I can never find Revenge of the Nerds on anywhere. I always look for, even you know, when I was researching to do this show, I, I actually, because it did make my list too, I wanted to research and you know watch some of these movies again. And that's one of the movies that I could not find on cable. I couldn't find it anywhere. I wonder if it's because the whole, the, the stigma of the word nerd maybe is, is not accepted anymore. What do you think? I think that is a distinct possibility. I also, looking back at a bunch of these movies and looking at this movie, this movie is highly misogynistic. I don't know if I'm saying that word, word yeah, sure, right. Sure. But um, all of these movies were pretty much women as objects. Of course, but, but that's, what, that's what they were about, of I course. I know, but this movie even more than Agreed. all of them. Yeah. Agreed. My number five, this is a, a kind of unknown one in, in this genre. I talk to a lot of people about this movie and most people don't remember it. And it's called The Wildlife. This is America, Bill. So I want you to live it up, stud man. This is the last summer blast. It's a fast life. Great party, Bill. Thanks. It's a low life. Who wants something? I do, I do. It's a high life. It's a wild life. Get your motor running. Head out on the highway. Hi, I'm Bill Conrad. And you are... Not interested. Looking for adventure in whatever comes our way. If you don't get out of here right now, I'm going to scream. You won't scream. I'll scream. You won't scream. when I needed your freedom. Well, I didn't know that was an excuse for you to start going out with the entire male race. Now, from the creators of Fast Times at Richmond High, ah! comes something even faster. Do you like to be my roommate? I thought you'd never ask. They're doing it. It's casual. They're saying it. It's casual. They're living the wildlife. It's casual. You remember this movie, Aaron? I don't know if I ever saw it. Uh, I it's think with, Eddie Van Halen was on the um, soundtrack. It's with it's with Sean Penn's brother, Christopher Penn. It's it's just a crazy fun party, you know, party movie. Chris Penn is this wacky, you know, almost like a not a frat guy, but he, he's he's the crazy guy of the group, and he winds up getting this roommate um, who who is obviously more reserved, and it's how they try to get along. And Chris Penn is always throwing these parties and. This one guy's trying to get, you know, the, the prim and proper girl and Sean, uh, Christopher Penn's parties always went, you know, haywire. It's almost, it's a little bit of a throw off of probably Fast Times at Ridgemont High because of 
obviously it's Sean Penn's brother and he plays a little bit of that character that Sean Penn, Penn played in that movie. But it's anyone who hasn't seen it, super fun movie. All right, what do you got? Number four. Number four. Uh, I love this movie. Is it a teen sex comedy? We might have an argument here. I chose Risky Business. Joel, you want to know something? What? Every now and then, say what the fuck. What the fuck gives you freedom? Freedom brings opportunity. Opportunity makes your future. Kyle, you're right there. So your folks are going out of town. Tomorrow. You got the place all to yourself? Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it fits the category. It's a little bit... What year was Risky Business? 83. 83. I was going to say it's before kind of the, the, the cusp of all this stuff, but not really. It's right in the, the, the meat of it. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it definitely is. He's a teenager. He obviously, you know, has a, a, a love interest and he goes, some crazy stuff happens. I think it fits. I think Tom Cruise is a great actor. I think everyone is distracted by his obvious insanity that everybody forgets how many classic movies he's in. Right, agreed. Yeah. Amazing movie still. And it's one of the movies that wasn't just, you know, some of these movie movies, again, looking back at some of them this week, some of them don't really hold up. They're not really good movies. They're fun, especially if they're used the way, you know, you were talking about using them in the early eighties. <laughs> um, okay. So my number four is, it was your number five revenge of the nerds. I actually put it in at the last minute and I took off, Another movie, just because I didn't know if it kind of fit the category, which I'll talk about later during my uh, honorable mention. All right, what do you got? Number Uh, three. Number three, uh, a true classic, Fast fast Times at Richmond High. Universal Pictures presents everything you always wanted to do in high school with everyone you always wanted to do it with. Hey, bud, (laughs) let's party. They're the students of Ridgemont High. <laughs> Brad Hamilton, the fast food king. I shall serve no fries for their time. Linda Barrett, not exactly the girl next door. Awesome! Totally awesome! And Jeff surfs up Spicoli. People on lewds should not drive. That was my skull. I'm so wasted. Um, very funny movie that people forget how funny it is because people talk about one incredible, <laughs> incredible scene. I, what are you talking about? Phoebe Case is one of my first loves and still is. Wait, come Every closer time to I the get... camera. Come closer to the camera and say that again. Phoebe Case. <laughs> <laughs> Every time... Every time I, I have to name something that has a girl's voice, it's always Phoebe. She's still my love. My GPS <laughs> is Phoebe. <laughs> my Alexa is Phoebe. <laughs> I'm expecting a pot to come flying out from the side of the, the camera right now and blast you on the head. Ask, 
ask my wife next time what <laughs> what the name is of our GPS. It's Phoebe. I mean, listen, way, I, if, you, if you like if you like Phoebe, you should check out a movie called Private School as well. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> listen, of course. Listen, Fast Times also made my list. It's pr- even though it wasn't number one on my list either. It probably is the best of these movies. It's just that good. It's it's a it's basically a perfect movie. It really is. It's not only this type of fun, you know, teen movie, but it really is a good movie. Well done, quotable lines, amazing characters, just a perfect movie all over the place. And of course, that scene is is pretty good too. Yes. <laughs> Great pick, of course. So, okay, my number three. This is another one I think that falls under the radar a little bit. Uh, I went with Can't Buy Me Love. Cindy Mancini and Ronald Miller live on the same street, but they're in totally different worlds. Wouldn't you like to be popular? Cindy's hot, Ronald's not, but he's got a plan that could change all that. I want to rent you. Rent me? Yeah. You pretend you like me, and we go out for just a few weeks. Just going out with me is not going to make you popular. Well, I have a thousand dollars. It says it will. Now, the biggest social transformation in history. No hand holding, no kissing, and I get my lunch hour off. Is about to begin. Okay, Donald, we're ready. Listen, you one last thing. Yeah. My name is Ronald, not Donald. He's going from totally geek. Totally chic. Let's dance. To totally out of control. I have moves. So I think this was a little later in the genre. This was probably eighty-eight, maybe something around that area. And, you know, it was, it was kind of after the, the teen comedy, you know, a little bit went out of style. And this was kind of maybe a little bit of a revival of it, almost how American Pie did it in the 90s. Can't Buy Me Love was like towards the end of this genre. So it kind of got overlooked. But I, I think it's a it's a super solid movie. It's not as raunchy as some of the other ones we're talking about so far, but it is a very fun teen comedy Um Patrick Dempsey, that's his name, right? Patrick Dempsey? Yeah. I think that's his name. Um, he plays a great part. He's uh, he he's like the nerdy kid. You know, most of these comedies have the same type of plots, but he's the nerdy kid that is infatuated with the, you know, the super popular rich girl in town. And he kind of bargains with, with her and, and makes a deal with her to be his, her, her boyfriend for a couple of weeks in exchange for, you know, some money that he had to buy a new dress for her that she ruined of her mother. So it was a real fun concept and it worked and it showed how sh- this popular girl took this nerdy kid and made him popular. So I, I also think of this movie much like our friendship. It's how I took you in and and made you into the, the blossoming flower that you are today. There's still a lot of work to be done. <laughs> All right, that's my number three. Your number two, what do you got? Okay, um, we mentioned the ex- an expression before, pre-porn. My number two is Porky's. Woo! <laughs> 20th Century Fox would like to introduce you to Pee-wee and his pals. Speaking of already, mother. Tommy, Mickey, Tim. What's going tonight, right? I don't know. And the biggest man on campus. Why do they call you me? Because it's so big? When they're not in class, they're into everything. <laughs> Energy, you're gonna need it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pull over. Coast is clear. 
but what they'd like to get into most is a place called Porky's. I left my idea. Here, use this one. That's my Bible school card. Unfortunately, we can only show you the outside of Porky's because what goes on inside is not to be believed. The boy's locker room. Oh, it turned me on. We'd like to show you more of the locker room, but this kind of physical education just isn't taught. We can't show you more of the shower scene. Because what they're looking at isn't watered down. They want us to look. Okay, I'm ready. Um, and the the constant pranking in this movie, if you ever watch it again, attempting to embarrass each other for the whole movie, it's something very real and natural about it and true friendship like i i i noticed in my high school life uh boys embarrass each other because they're friends while girls right. embarrass each other because they're enemies basically i, I was just about to say that what <laughs> yeah. you're getting at is more for boys because boys yeah. act like this to yeah. create bonds where girls break the bonds just like with fighting boys will beat the hell out of each other and they'll be friends five minutes later Girls Absolutely. won't do anything and won't talk for years. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you're at, poor, listen, the lad, your last two picks are basically you stole my my two top picks. So Porky's is is one of those classic movies. I'll get into more of it when I when I when I say it for my pick, but great pick. You hit it on the head. Not only is it one of these fun teen, you know, sex type comedies, but it's also a very fun movie if, especially if you're a guy and you can see the camaraderie of of the all the guys playing pranks on each other and just kind of goofing on each other the whole entire movie i based my whole my whole childhood on this movie basically awesome pick. so my number two we just talked about it my number two was fast times at ridgemont high uh just one of the perfect movies of this genre you know between sean penn and like you said phoebe cates and all the star power in this movie Everyone plays off each other so well. You know, you got the Mike Damone character, who's the sleazy ticket scalper. You got obviously Phoebe Cates, who who is kind of the beauty of, of the of the movie. And then you have, you know, Forrest Whitaker. I think it's one of those movies. I forget there was a qu trivia quiz recently that I saw. I think maybe four of the actors in this movie won Best Actor. Is that right? I'll have to look it up. <laughs> I, I believe so. And let me, while I, this, I didn't even think of this until just now. Forrest Whitaker won Best Actor. Sean sure. Penn won Best Actor. Yeah. There's a quick scene. Nicolas Cage is in this movie for a very quick minute. I don't know if you, did you know that? No. Nicolas Cage is in the scene where Judge Reinhold is is in, in the uh, the burger place and he's arguing with the customer and he gets fired. Sure. Nicholas Cage is one of the guys behind the counter, like that looks up and looks basically looks down. I'll have to check so it out. I that's did not know three. That. Who's the other? Who's the other best actor in this movie? Who would it be? I know that I think there's another one. I don't know what's Sean Penn's friend's name again. The other kid that started Mask with Cher. Oh, Eric Stoltz. Did he win best actor? I don't know. I don't know either. But anyway, that's a great trivia question for anyone who's watching. If you find that out, we'll post it too when I post this episode. I think it's it, it's definitely three actors. It might be four actors 
from this movie who's won uh, Best Actor uh, Oscar. So that's a crazy stat. So just shows you what kind of movie this was. It's a great trivia question. All right, I can't imagine what your number one is because my you already picked my one and two. So what's your number one? Okay. Uh, let me see how to build this up because I cheated. It's uh -oh. not an 80s movie, Animal House. Oh, no. Okay. Well, you did cheat because Animal House definitely, oh, that would be, that is the epic 80s uh, teen, uh, not 80s, but teen comedy. You're right. But you did kind of go off this, the path a little bit, but I'll give it to you. This is Faber College in 1962. You know, 1962 had to be the best year of my life. I was a member of Delta Tau Chi. The Deltas. What a great bunch of guys. School was fun in those days. The girls. The party. The friendships. The girls. Of course, we had our problems. Find me a way to revoke Delta's charter. You're out. Finished at favor, expelled. I want you off this campus at 9 o'clock Monday morning. Let's go! National Lampoon's Starring John Belushi. I cheated because it's so close to my heart. Uh, I had to choose Animal House. I wouldn't. I would not have forgiven myself if I didn't chose Animal House. It's my first favorite comedy star as a child was John Belushi. Before I even know what a comedy star was, I was a John Belushi fan. And I did find out some stuff recently about Animal House that I've never known before that I was gonna I'll let you know about. Dean Wormer and the Omegas are based on Richard Nixon and the Watergate players. Really? Yeah, I never knew that before. I did not know that either. I had to choose Animal House. Would you say I, that, um, again, I'm off the top of my head, is this the first movie of this genre, you think? I think. I mean, yeah, obviously, age-wise for us, it's it's, Perfect, but yeah, I can't think of something else earlier than this that really does what Animal House did. Fat, drunk, and stupid might not get <laughs> you through life, but it sure gets you through a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> this was the grandfather of all of them, and I do believe maybe it's the best, but it's definitely the first, and it's a perfect pick. You know, John Belushi. You have all the amazing characters in this. The amazing scenes in this movie. Guess what I am now? A zit. Get it? <laughs> yep. I mean, there's so many. Otis, he loves us. This so... <laughs> to me, a, a great movie. Oh, that's <laughs> incredible scene. I mean, yeah. Can I dance with your dates? <laughs> I mean, to me, always quotable movies is what makes a movie great. And sometimes when you watch a movie, you don't even realize how good it is until you and your friends start quoting it and talking about it then you really realize like Animal House is one of those movies to me that you can quote almost every scene from that movie.
great, great pick. Appreciate the compliment. <laughs> for me, I went with your number. I think it was your number two. I went with, for my number one pick, I picked, I went with Porky's. And for me and my friends, so we were about, you know, nine, 10, 11, whatever it was when Porky's came out. And when, when that came out, we, you know, we were obsessed with this movie. We just, you know, we would even say, oh, you're this guy and you're that guy and you're that guy. We basically, you know, kind of our group of friends became the guys in Porky's. And we always kind of imagined ourselves as those guys playing pranks on the girls and playing pranks on each other. So Porky's really resonated with me and my friends as, as a kid. So Porky's was my number one. It's probably not as good a movie as Fast Times or Animal House. But for me, just because it resonated so much when I was a kid, you know, literally every sleepover I had, I used to have sleepovers at my house every, you know, every few weekends. And so we would always watch Porky. It was, it was like a, you know, a, a staple. We had to watch Porky. It was, it was almost the reason why we would all have a sleepover because no one was allowed to watch it by themselves. But if we had a sleepover, we would have, you know, it would be in the middle of the night and we'd put it on. So yep. Porky's is my number one pick. I guess I'm glad that I wasn't part of your crowd because I have a feeling I would have been Pee-wee. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna talk, well, let's talk about it quickly. We'll talk about our uh, honorable mentions. I had a lot of these and I really didn't know what to go to go with just because there, there are so many others in this genre. What'd you go with, Ern? My honorable mention was heaven help us. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Many of you will be experiencing certain feelings. Impure thoughts, desires, fantasies. No, Father. What? Never confuse love. Your soft, perfumed and powdered body leaning against yours. With the deadliest of the seven deadly sins. What do you think they're doing? I don't even want to think about it. Lust. I just found out if you get to pull up the wave at you, that means you have sex without sin. Welcome to St. Basil's. Heaven help us. If God had wanted them to be angels, he would have given them wings. I, so does that, so to, my question is, does that fit the genre? Because that's one of my favorite movies yeah. of all time. So it's a, it's a bunch of guys or boys, depending on, you know, they're all teenagers in a school. They were all trying to get laid all the time. Yeah, but there's almost no girl scenes in the movie, right? None. True. I'm thinking of Kevin Dillon talking, uh, taking his friend's uh, confessions and advising them how to change them so they don't get in trouble. <laughs> when he goes, yeah. tell him you stole food. What if he makes one return it? What, the crap? What, the crap? <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, and, brother. I'm <laughs> sorry, brother. And the priest's speech about lust. <laughs> oh, I mean, wait for it. So for anyone who doesn't know this movie, again, this is to me one of those underrated movies too. What year was this, Ern? I'm going to guess 85 or 86. Yeah, that's what I would have guessed yeah. too, 85. This is one of those, it's one of those movies nobody talks about. I don't know if it's because of the subject matter. It was kind of, again, taboo a little bit, but, but I, I, mm -hmm. great pick. Anytime we can talk about heaven help us or introduce someone new to one of my favorite movies of all time uh, it's absolutely classic and if you haven't seen it go out run and go see it right now 
Great time as always. I, I like your, your board that we still never use behind you. Was it say top five with Joey Casada? That's a powerful, attractive just, name right there. And and just for today's a topic, I wrote your name in a certain way. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. All right, Aaron, we're signing off. We'll see you next time for another top five list. Woo!